Hello and welcome to Pumped, the inside podcast by Schwalbe. I'm your host Tobias Bogon and I'm talking here with Schwalbe athletes from the different disciplines, from downhill to cross country or from triathlon to road racing. And today I'm not talking to an athlete, I'm talking to Jakob Maaßen, the product manager of the G-Ron, the gravel bike lineup. And this week is a really special week because Schwalbe is releasing their new G1R tire. After a long development process, the day has finally come and the tire is ready for the market. I talked with Jakob about the tire, the whole development process and all the little parts that goes into the development of a tire like this. Hey Jakob, thanks a lot for taking the time this uh, busy week to do the podcast with us. Where are you right now? Yeah, hi Toby. Um, I'm near Cologne uh, in home office, of course, uh, since Corona is still yeah, participating in all of our lives um, all the time right now. And yeah. Um, yeah, of course, still in home office. So this week is super special for you because the G1R is introduced to the market. How long have you been developing this tire? Yeah, we we built up for this week for quite a quite a long time actually. Um, so, as as the product manager for the gravel segment um, at Schwalbe, of course, um, this week is especially busy. But um, we're very excited to launch the new product, uh, the G1R, and um, I can say we had it in the making for uh, at least four years. So two okay. and two and a half years in practice, we tested several iterations of the carcass construction but also of the tread pattern mm -hmm. and um, yeah before that was the concept phase so going from the yeah, concept idea to the first mold and first yeah drawings so to speak um, yeah, also took some time so i would say like three and a half maybe even four years so quite a long time <laughs> <laughs> yeah for yeah. for an outsider it, it seems to be super long it's a i mean The second part, is it normal like that it takes two years or is it special due to the corona uh, virus that it takes even longer to um, yeah to develop a, and test a new a new tire? Um, of course, uh, the corona times have have um, played a little bit on this product as well, but um, it's quite usual that we test for a very long time that we take our time and If needed, we also do several iterations, so we mm -hmm. get the product just perfect, especially for for something like this, um, very high-end product. Um, we really wanted to get it right, and yeah, it's it's you can say it's quite usual that we test for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the G1R is a complete new tire with a new concept. So what is so special on this tire? Yeah, you could say the. Yeah, the unique selling point of this tire is um, it's very special carcass construction. Uh, we use the Suples carcass construction, which we first introduced with our road bike tire Pro One. Mm -hmm. um, that was two years ago. But already before that launch, we had the idea 
to um, also transfer this technology to the gravel segment, of course. And um, this is why it also t took so long because we really didn't only want to shift it from road bike to gravel, but really, yeah, to get it right and uh, for this very special product, yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, the, the construction itself is like the, the very special thing about this uh, tire. So, um, like the name says, Suples is, um, is a name that is used in the pro peloton, pro mm -hmm. cycling peloton. And it's um, basically the French word for suppleness. So, this already explains a lot about the tire. So, we wanted to maximize the suppleness of the tire. And that has also benefits on other um, properties of yeah. the G1R. Yeah. yeah. So, the, um, the suppleness carcass construction is already used in the... Pro One, as you already said, and people like Paul Ripko or uh, Fabian Cancellara, they are using it quite a while now. Um, mm. But why you starting to use this now also in gravel? Because you already have a complete gravel segment, which is in other um, carcass con construction. Yes, uh, so our yeah G1 lineup currently consists of four tires, uh, G1 Speed, G1 Allround, G1 Byte and Ultra Byte. And as the names already suggest, um, goes from a very slicky tire to a very off-roady tire. And the current construction is um, Super Ground, which people might know from our MTB constructions. Mm -hmm. um, it's quite a sturdy uh, construction and it really has its um, yeah benefits and also... A lot of uh, properties that are very, very important for um, gravel riding. But this time, um, we really wanted to bring this new technology to gravel because we saw the opportunity to make a tire that really makes no compromises, even in grip or um, rolling resistance and puncture protection. So you don't really have to choose in any of these properties, but you can construct a tire That is, um, yeah, basically the holy trinity of all these three um, properties, and of course the disadvantage is just it's very hard to construct these tire and to build them. Mm -hmm. So this is the special thing about this this new tire. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm currently riding on my gravel bike the G1 Byte in the front and the G1 all around in the in the rear. How does the G1R is compared to these tires? Yeah, so uh, when you look at it, um, it has a fairly all-round um, tread pattern. So from the tread aggressiveness and um, uh, tread depth, it's between the G1 all-round and the G1 bite. So not as, as aggressive as the bite, but um, a little bit more aggressive than the all-round. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is um, really a decision that was made because we generate a lot of grip over the suppleness of the carcass. Um, so we can live with a little bit less tread aggressiveness and still have a tire that performs nearly on the level of the G1 Byte when it comes to traction and uh, cornering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so you already have four um, existing G1 models. Is there really space for a fifth one? Yeah, we think so. So um, 
we we looked at uh, what the new tire could do. We saw the potential, and um, it is a tire that is really suited for yeah, com competitive gravel riding. You could you could say so. There are a lot of events and races coming up, especially in the US, um, but mm -hmm. also in Europe. Um, there will be probably be races soon, and um, we really saw the potential for a gravel tire that uh, has just the maximum performance and cuts no corners and um, we didn't want to just put the new carcass construction into an existing tire um, because we thought yeah it would cut corners it would not really maximize the performance and really um, suit for the needs of these races so we also came up with a new tread pattern and um, this is why we have a fifth um gravel tire now in our lineup and um yeah we we definitely think that there is a purpose for this tire yeah. okay yeah, that sounds really interesting so um when you started to develop the the gravel lineup that was quite some years ago when gravel was just a small niche of the whole bike industry and these days you sell yeah almost more gravel bikes than normal road bikes um, yeah. <laughs> so that changed <laughs> completely. Um, were you aware about that or was it a surprise to you? Um, I think we were not aware, aware of the huge success of the gravel bike. Um, so it all started for us and, and we were really early to adopt um, the gravel trend into, into our lineup. Um, mm -hmm. So it all started with the uh, S1 which was a special tire for Paris-Roubaix. Uh, uh -huh. so Paris-Roubaix. And we developed a tire uh, with the team IAM um, from Switzerland. And it was really the first like, proper attempt to um, yeah, make a podium uh, at this really brutal race. You could speak on a tubeless tire. So this yeah. is where the project really started. And... Um, Yeah, Martin Emminger uh, achieved the fifth place in 2015, and that was really the start for us to develop a, a gravel tire. Um, we had this S1 then, and that's um, the tread pattern of the uh, G1 Speed today. Mm -hmm. And we saw the potential that, um, also with the upcoming disc brakes uh, for drop bar bikes, that uh, there was, yeah, That, that uh, road cyclists really wanted to get away from, from traffic. And that was something uh, we felt as developers, um, we, we felt the need by ourselves. So we were also annoyed by all the cars and not being able to just, um, yeah, go through a forest without, um, yeah, without the fear of puncturing, um, yeah. basically. And um, then this new trend came with uh, disc brakes and we immediately saw that there was a potential for wider tires on a, on a road bike first. Yeah. And then back in 2015, that's only six years ago, um, nobody called it a gravel bike. And then really soon this trend developed and um, yeah, it just developed so fast. Um, it's, it's really crazy. But um, yeah, we, from the first... S1, which is now the G1 Speed, we just were full-on um, developing gravel tires. And this is why we already ended up with four different tread patterns, which, as I said, um, represent all the different riding styles that you have in, in gravel. So more like a yeah. slick tire or the G1 Allround, which is really good for commuting. Um, then you have the Bite, which is 
going into slight trail use and then you have the ultra bite which is um, yeah you can do proper bike packing with it and uh, going into the alps and um, yeah really doing like light mountain biking yeah. yeah and this is where where it started and i think we never assumed that it would get so big but we're really happy that it did <laughs> yeah i mean for me personally there will be never a way back to a normal road bike because yeah. for me gravel biking is so much more fun um because you you don't have to stick to the roads and can get away uh, to yeah, yeah, yeah. some gravel yeah. stuff and um so that means the first four tires you develop for the needs of people who just wanted to get away from the traffic and when did you start thinking about okay we we need a new tire for maybe racing or for performance orientated um, gravel biker yeah so it's not was not only like a development from the road bike um maybe you could say the g1 speed and also the g1 all round were developed from a road bike side but like there are a lot of mountain bikers who go back to the gravel bike to to a non-suspension bike to train and to have more fun on, on light trails and stuff like that so there was already a development from two sides so the ultra bike you can say is more suited to somebody who is already willing to ride trails mm -hmm. um so that is already very the whole topic is very complex um and now you see like the racing scene is really getting traction in, in the US and there are more and more races coming up more like amateur events but also like yeah pros are taking part of them now people are making uh, yeah, making money out of it so it's professionalized and I think um, and we think it's now the time to really suit for that need as well so before yeah. we we try to suit for the needs of um, people who maybe came from a mountain bike background and people who came from like a commuter background or um, road racing background and now we also really want to suit for the needs of people who want to ride um, gravel races but also people who just want to achieve the maximum performance with a gravel bike and maybe just want to mess with their friends at the next um, group <laughs> ride or whatever so um just for people who are more performance orientated or people who just enjoy a really soft and smooth ride. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but what means gravel biking to you? Is it a road bike where you can, can get away from the, from the, um, from the streets or is a gravel bike, um, a bike where you can ride on gravel and also go on trails. So what is it for you? For me personally, um, I would say it's um, getting away from traffic, um, first of all. So, um, yeah, the streets and, and um, roads are getting busier and busier with cars. Yeah. And um, especially here near Cologne, it's, it just makes sense to be able to go off-road. And then um, at some point I started to enjoy the, the trails as well. So the yeah, more like mountain bike side of gravel biking. <laughs> so it's, a, it's really like a spectrum. So I personally ride um, wider tires. So I prefer like 45 millimeter tires. Mm -hmm. And so I'm able to yeah go off, off road, proper off road. And um, if you have the skills, you can also um, do some trails and, and have fun off road. So 
uh, everyone has their their personal preference, I guess, and mm-hmm. um, I think we we suit we suit with our tires for for all of the needs. So yeah, this is really great, and I think that's that's like the the great thing about gravel biking. Everybody defines it for themselves and uh, finds their style, and um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's something for everybody. So there are not yeah. really strict rules since this is such a no. such a young sport. <laughs> Um, But what do you think? Where is the future for for the gravel sport? Yeah, I think um, a lot of people thought, okay, that's the next trend. And um, in three or four years, everything is gone again. I don't Mm -hmm. think so. I think gravel is here to stay. And um, as somebody who's getting into cycling, it just makes sense to get a gravel bike first. So before you maybe had to decide between a road bike and a mountain bike, and now you just go for a gravel bike and you can yeah just um, dip into all these different aspects of cycling and then decide for yourself where you want to specialize in um so i think as a it makes great sense as a beginner bike but it also makes sense for yeah a lot of people who just want to get away from traffic i mean right now people um yeah have a desire to get away from their homes um they, yeah. they're stuck inside and home office and they just want to experience a, a little adventure and i think this is what gravel bikes are perfect for so for me they're here to stay and i think the trend will not stop soon so um yeah yeah really so- looking forward <laughs> really enjoy <laughs> i actually really enjoy um that it, it takes these um, steps right now so the whole gravel bike movement Right so for me, gravel biking was always connected to bikepacking and long distance and ad- adventure stuff. Um, mm. But now there is these racing coming up. Do you think it's a good idea to to race on a gravel bike? Because there is still cross biking where you race on skinnier tires in the winter through the mud. But why should you now start racing gravel? Um, yeah, first of all, I think it's a completely different style of races. So cyclocross is really intense one hour long um, races, which have lots of action with uh, running, a lot of mud usually, or yeah, like um, very difficult parcours. So you have to be like a good runner as well and a good athlete in general. Mm-hmm. And like the gravel biking takes more like the road style racing onto um, gravel roads basically so um, I think it's just fun to participate in these events um, you don't have to it's also easier for for event managers to organize these events because you don't face so many roads that yeah. you have to close maybe and stuff like that and in general it's just fun um, to race on a different surface basically if you're used to racing on um, tarmac um, it's quite a different story to race on, on gravel and just mm-hmm. brings this new aspect and um, it's it's probably a lot of fun unfortunately uh, proper races are not here in the, in Europe right now um, I can only um, see the the scene in, in the US and it seems like a lot of fun um, so I would definitely recommend and I really hope that there are races coming up in Europe soon so yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, we will we will see and then I I will try one of these races. <laughs> yeah. So, I think the biggest uh, difference is that you are like on your own basically so there are not like team strategies. Yeah. 
involved, uh, you also have to be able to um, repair your bike if something breaks because off-road you will know that that you will break stuff more easily, yeah. you will crash more easily, but also the risk is not as high as crashing on the road maybe. So um, yeah, that's also like an, a part of that and a really interesting part for a lot of people, I think. Yeah. And for you personally, as a yeah, real gravel insider who has seen millions of cool pictures of gravel bikes and has all the information about what's coming up, which races and stuff, what is a gravel experience you still want to experience for yourself? Yeah, I, I did a lot of uh, bikepacking. Um, this is also where I started like my gravel career like a few years back <laughs> and uh, still on, on a bike without um, disc brakes, still cantilever brakes. Um, was quite an adventure to go through the Alps with that. Mm -hmm. um, so, of course, you always want to repeat these these moments and it's, it's such a great thing just to... Yeah, participate in one of these events, something like the Torino Nice Rally or uh, Tuscany Trail or whatever. Yeah. Um, you will s just start the day and you never know where you will end up and uh, just ride. And you can ride it hard or you can just go easy and um, sleep in a tent or sleep in an Airbnb, whatever. And at the end of your journey, you will have um, gathered a lot of new experiences. Um, this is definitely something I want to repeat, but... Yeah, I really hope to be able to um, yeah, go to the Unbound Gravel, which is taking place uh, this Saturday, where mm -hmm. we also will launch our new G1R mm -hmm. and to really see what it's all about. So um, there's a great community um, around this event and um, with all the spectators. And I think it would be really awesome to uh, breathe this atmosphere in and to experience that. That would be really, really something I would like to do in the future <laughs> so yeah. that sounds really really uh, great thanks a lot Jakob for your time and um, yeah hopefully we will see us next week when I visit on my uh, road to the north um, the Schwalbe headquarter and hopefully yeah. can pick up some uh, some of the new tires Yeah, um, I'm really looking forward uh, to meeting you. Uh, we were not able to see each other before due to uh, Corona. And um, I wish you safe travels uh, until uh, Reichshof when you will visit us. And um, lots of these uh, mentioned uh, nice experiences on the way. Yeah, so yeah. hopefully. And uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to meet you. So yeah. thanks and bye-bye. Thanks for having me.